0: Primary ignition. This
1: is Star Wars. Look out. Core. World. News. You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the
0: galaxy,
1: I'm Grax to come back, and you're listening to Core
2: World News. Your holiday news shows in depth coverage, the latest stories around the galaxy. Now, for our news segment rundown for January 29th, 2021. Cyber Crystal Comics Corner. But first, this new the house, man, red, Madam.
0: All right, thank you very much, Grex, yeah. and thank you all for joining us here on Core World News. Uh, up first in the news, uh, Alan Tudyk confirms he is going to join the cast of Cassie and Andor eventually uh says, it will be in that final episode i've been saying this for the longest time it will be in the last
2: episode of the first season you will meet k2so that's what this all right. is all right you've
0: heard it here first uh yes we'll see uh he the quote is uh i was there for the first announcement of d23 and at that point the story hadn't been formalized yet uh he went on to say i am not involved currently but i will be involved at some later date yeah
1: yeah, I think uh, Lucasfilm called him on the phone after that impromptu interview because uh, he is out. He's out doing interviews for I think he has a new show called Resident Alien on Sci-Fi, which I know very yeah. little about. But I'm sure he was just on a press tour for that, a little, like virtual press tour. And someone asked about it. He just said it, and then probably the phone rang three minutes later from Lucasfilm saying, um, "Alan, we had a bit of a conversation about what you said. Need to clarify."
0: Yeah, or the other way around. Who's where to he's say like he's
1: not all the security droids? Right? Who's to say he's not all of them?
2: Can he just voice all the security droids that are imperial se- security?
0: Well, he can, and we did mention that last week. I think when we talked about yeah. um, this, but he can't do anything if he's not currently involved, which is what he's saying. So, I yeah. don't know. You know, I, when he's I'm, there, maybe he'd be. He's a couple of them, but I'm taking him out.
1: I'd put money down that he's in the first season.
0: Yeah, Well, we all want it. I, I think Grant's call is pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but, um, that's good to know. And, uh, he's a good guy. Uh, also in the news, uh, there are new rumors surrounding, uh, the fallen order game sequel, um, including, all right. So this came from a pretty dubious source. It's like that comic book thing and they did not cite their source. So take this with a (laughs) grain of salt. Uh, these, the first really juicy rumor is this release is scheduled for sometime in 2022, Um, which that's, you know, 12 months. It's a pretty wide target to hit. Uh, But so, you know, whatever. Um, Another note was that uh, there will be new Inquisitors um, in this game. uh, And one of them is Is Marin
2: playable. Is Marin playable?
0: Haven't heard yet. Um, But there is uh, also the the big hitter in this was that there is going to be a cameo from a character that, you know, in this. Um, Do you you guys want to guess what? Uh, what the cameo might be, Darth
2: because it's an easy guess. Darth Maul appears in everything. I'll just that's say
0: that's absolutely yeah. correct. It's Darth Maul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So I, I mean, didn't, I didn't even get wow, nailed it. One didn't even get my guess. Thank you, oh. which I'm glad because I forgot about the timeline on it. So my guess was going to be way off. I keep forgetting it's pre-episode uh, four. So that it's yeah, guess. it's a safe guess. Yeah, that's uh,
0: like I was
2: going to say Qui Gon because I just hope Qui Gon's in everything from now on, right. and just. All but those, there's
0: but. nothing that overlaps. There's nothing in that period where he's a guy except for um, Master and Apprentice and uh, Jedi Lost.
1: Well, even that he would still be just a ghost. He, I guess he would show up as a Force ghost, right? Because we're we're during we're during the purge, right? We're between episodes. Yeah, three and yeah. Four. I'm just
0: saying, there's nothing. There's hardly any material at all that covers when Qui Gon. Oh, is right.
1: No, not not at all. Yeah, not in the new canon.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. He's just a fantastic I mean, character. I hope we see. him in
0: yeah yeah, might see him uh we might see him in the obi-wan series that'd be awesome
1: i mean grant and i i think are pretty on par with our feelings about uh darth maul post episode one um (laughs) (laughs) really you share that headcanon with
2: me that's a very rare that's a very no you
0: created the headcanon like darth maul died in
2: the phantom menace and there's nothing beyond that yet it's the best writing in all of animation
1: I know it's um, funny. There's there's moments when they rough. use him. It's tough. Post episode I one, love like it. I love, I love that.
2: I I love yeah. that I got to indulge on it, but I just I, I can't. It's Obi Wan's great victory. Almost. It's it was a monumental moment.
0: Right, but it was you know sanctioned by uh, George Lucas. He he wanted that to happen. Sure. So it's not just you know. I mean, Filoni just did it. He just yeah. did it. Leaned way in. So
2: the, but the fight was to so lean way in. mythic that it felt like some you know titans needed to fall in that fight they made him
1: again when they found out he was alive because he technically then failed his jedi uh trials
0: i mean for all intents and purposes he <laughs> got the job they
1: should revert back to like actually
2: yeah. you know we've heard rumors that there's yeah. the robotics involved in spider
1: legs. yeah
0: yada yada so, <sighs> um, so start start growing a braid. so
1: <laughs> all <laughs> that all that being said, I will 100% love fighting Darth Maul. I think he's going to be
0: your ally.
1: Oh, well that's less fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, there might be like an initial fight, but I think because uh Mira, you just said her name uh Grant, but she's a Dathomirian, so there's a connection yeah, there. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. I was hoping you could get you know some Dathomiri magic. That would be really yeah. that would be incredible.
0: What's what's a character's name, Grant? You just said it, I forgot.
2: Marin. Marin. Marin yeah i, I yeah. love that character when they yeah
0: i would love for her to be a playable character i mean they should make pretty much i mean all of them si- uh siri sarah, yeah. sarah Seer? G- Seer. Yeah, yeah yeah um she she could be she'd be a great playable character too but i don't i don't know if she's going to use the force in the next one or not
2: well I mary mean, was set up to be a playable character i think in the in the first game in a lot yeah of
0: yeah 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 it'd be great actually it'd be really cool if you if it started with um you you training with cal and it's like you learning your your force abilities from cal like cal learned from his master yeah yeah um that would be a blast um and yeah actually do you, either of you guys know what a trillion is did they just pull that out of their bantha butt or trillion? yeah i'm trying to see have you ever heard of that species before it sounds t-r-r-i-l-i-a-n Mm-hmm. oh it's uh the Django jumpers they oh, there are go. yeah yeah so they they're pretty cool there was one um i have just happened to watch this episode it's an ahsoka episode of the clone wars and it's where she loses her lightsaber and um she goes chasing and there's a trillion Django jumper that steals her thing so they're essentially just like a normal human with extra long legs that can like jump like a jedi but like Is... naturally.
1: um yeah, is that what the uh, Inquisitor is going to be?
0: Yes, that's that's a, I heard one of the the Inquisitors that would make. Because sense.
1: looking on Wikipedia and the appearances, there's in four issues of Darth Vader: Dark Lord of the Sith. There's uh, there's Trillian, so I'm wondering if that that's an established character.
0: Yeah, sounds like they're just they're throwing a lot of poodoo at the wall and sort of hoping for Wait, the best.
2: What is this from? What is this? From? Where did you hear? That? <laughs> so it's a rumor
0: <laughs> that comic book. Mag like online magazine which does have a lot of star wars stuff that gets aggregated and put out there but uh i don't know take it with a grain of salt uh in other news uh the star wars high republic show so actually a credible source uh revealed a new character from claudia gray's upcoming into the dark novel um and the character's name is orla Drini, and uh she's a way seeker jedi so she uses the force to find the way um and uh, she bears a striking resemblance to Rey, um, and has a collapsible two-sided lightsaber. Anything to uh, glean there, as far as
2: well, we know. Don't we know Imri from um, the Test of Courage? Didn't we, don't we know he was doing some hyperspace navigation, like wayfinding, as a Jedi,
0: was yeah. uh, in
2: that novel? Although okay, like, yeah, and doing, and doing that. Uh, he was... It, was. it was super interesting. I was. I was like. I can't wait to get into this kind of hyperspace navigation yeah. via the force.
1: In for that book, he was attempting to do it because it's a known skill. I don't think he was right. – but it did work a little bit because that's how he found the planet they ended up being – Oh, um, right, right, right. They I've crashed on. Yeah. yeah, so he wasn't very skilled at it, but he was able to do it a little bit. Um, I mean, and again, there's a lot of – I think we talked about during that that when we covered that book that, you know, in the um I'm trying to think of what – books they're in but in the thrawn books they're skywalkers right which are the right. wayfinders, right, which are right which those are skywalkers, the, those, sh- those ships, um, just just wayfinders basically yeah so yeah. yeah yeah or na- so, they call them navigators you're right Grant.
0: right navigators. well yeah so they're calling her a way seeker mm-hmm. uh, but that uh yeah so that could be her thing do you think there's anything to the fact that there looks like they're using concept art from ray like discarded concept art for ray for this
1: I mean, if Star Wars saw us anything, it's that anything that looks cool in concept art is going to find a home somewhere. Right. Like Macquarie stuff. Finally, a lot of it popped up in Rebels. Right. A lot of the a lot of the stuff in the Mandalorian. Yeah. is concept art. I mean, also a the, lot of the High Republic stuff. Yeah. Is, yeah. You know, yeah.
0: sequel, you know, cast offs.
1: So probably when they were just designing stuff, they were like, that looks cool. Let's figure out a way to use it.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked about this book yeah Uh, me too it's going to be solid gold especially after reading justina ireland's test of courage and how good that book was and i had i mean kind of low expectations just because i didn't think they'd do much rigorous world build i mean i was totally wrong about everything it was yeah the force powers were amazing the characters were amazing that was a great read um if you haven't read it yet we we covered it uh last week um in depth and it was awesome yeah
1: no similarly it's i mean it's a middle school reader so i was not expecting yeah what i got from it which you know I, again, we're a bit older. I think the middle school, what we were reading in the middle school, were not as well developed as the stuff that we get today. Right. And I think back to some of the more modern, you know, yeah. children's literature, you look at the, the like Harry Potter series. I think the first three or four of those books are considered middle school readers. And those have some like characters die. There's stakes. You know, it's, it's, there's danger there. There's character development.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And actually, this Claudia Gray book is um, due out february 2nd that's next week right
1: yeah it's a couple of days from now i think it's probably this tuesday
0: yeah um so that's gonna be awesome we probably won't cover it next week but we'll cover it the week after is that what we're doing sure
2: yeah <laughs> that sounds good yeah do we usually give people a week too. a little yeah
0: and a little we, yeah we can change we give just ourselves a week
2: break through the wall you know
0: yeah i always look forward to these books so much and i you know i mean i usually end up sitting on my couch on thursday or friday and like reading for five hours and knocking out most of the book but um you know i prefer to sort of read it at night you know a few chapters at a time i like to give myself a little well i feel like
2: aftermath gave us you know some clues of where this sequel trilogy was going you know when we first read that series and then yeah you never know when they might give us a hint of where they're going next in terms
1: of a large-scale cinematic universe yeah, I mean, everything's connected, right, in Star Wars, so, yeah.
0: Cool. All right, and uh, finally, for a new story here, um, the U.S. Postal Service will debut <laughs> a new set of droid-themed stamps uh, later this spring, uh, date to be announced later, um, designed by uh, Greg uh, Breeding with art direction by uh, William Gicker. Um, and so this series of stamps is going to be R2-D2, C-3PO, IG-11, K-2SO, DO, L-337, BB-8, a gonk droid, a 21 b surgical droid, and chopper. Um, and they are doing this as a quote-unquote nod to Disney's commitment to STEM learning, science, technology, engineering, and math, um, and continued collaboration with uh, Star Wars Force for Change, and FIRST, which is an ac- acronym for, for Inspiration and Recognition of Science and Technology. So uh, it's LinkedIn uh, with that commitment. And they, more than anything, it's awesome. Go online and Google Star Wars stamps, and they look amazing. Um, I don't usually get excited about stamps. Um, even if they are Star Wars stamps, I'm like, all right, that's cool. But, like, yeah, these are really cool <laughs> and a great, no. you know. Great yeah. color, the droids. Those are very and important in Star Wars.
1: They are forever stamps. So my plan is to buy three hundred dollars worth of these stamps, and literally, I will never, in my entire rest of my life, mail anything out that does not have a Star Wars droid on it.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. um Awesome. And that's it for the news. All right,
1: let's talk about some comics. Been a while. Well, I guess it's actually only been a week since we did talk about the High Republic comic last week. But in terms of the main run, it's been a while. I think I think we've kind of fallen into a nice little uh, pattern here where we're gonna. I think we're gonna end up waiting until we have a, one issue of the four main runs and just cover them together because it gives us a lot to talk about. So uh, we're backed up a little bit. We're gonna talk about Bounty Hunters eight. Darth Vader number nine, Star Wars number ten, and Doctor Aphra number seven. So about a month's worth of comics. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's start off with uh, our favorite, uh, Bounty Hunters.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do the uh, synopsis for this one. Bounty Hunters is growing on me a little bit. Um, I don't like a tumor. Really... Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's interesting. Um, okay, so this is. Bounty hunters number eight. Uh cover art that I've got is amazing. It's got a uh, uh Valance in a bar, just like getting jostled by um Bith musicians. Yeah. And um I think it's even what is it? Frederick Dan, what's that guy's name? He's I think he's actually in this comic. Um the I think it's the Bith band from yeah. uh the challenge. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: Figrin Dan and the modal nodes. Yes. Yeah. the 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 number one jizz whalers in the uh galaxy.
0: That's right. No one just whales quite that, like Big Grand Dan.
1: Google it if you don't know. That's canon, but yeah. be careful about where you Google it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um Any hue. Uh, this was written by Ethan Sachs. Uh, Paolo Villanelli is the artist. Arif Prianto is a colorist. Uh, VC's Travis Lanham is the letterer. Uh, cover art uh, since I shouted out uh, Paolo Villanelli and Arif Prianto. Um, Yeah, so this is Terminus Gauntlet, part one, moving target, Um, (laughs) which you're required to say it like that. So in this episode, uh, as we're moving along to a new arc here of Bounty Hunters, Valance, uh, I've actually come up with a a paragraph that I'm going to use, probably, hopefully not, but it could really apply to any episode of Bounty Hunters that's happened up to this date. Valance is being hunted down by the unbroken clan. After several flashbacks and in need of credits, he stumbles into a conflict with a far more interesting bar- bounty hunter. In this episode, it's Narakanji. Uh, it looks as though Valance has finally met his match until he uses his palm blasters and then limps away to reassert his claim as the most famous cuckold in the galaxy. Now he's chased by Forlom and Zuckus, as well as the indomitable Dengar.
1: <laughs> All right. I have one issue with that entire synopsis
0: yes is there a more famous cuckold
1: uh no i don't have any problem with that he is that definitely that definitely matches up for me um and by the way in the literary term not in the crazy (laughs) far right term yeah Um, this
0: is the actual literary i'm actually speaking yeah this is yeah it's what Uh, can you read the
1: last line of your your summary if you have it in front of you
0: uh yes uh now he's chased by four as zuckus as well indomitable
1: yeah no 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 no. indomitable really indomitable so i I mean he's still
0: there isn't he he's yeah
1: yeah so i wrote yet (laughs) so i wrote a summary before i knew you were gonna take this yours is much better i'll just read the very end plus dengar (laughs) sigh i actually wrote out the word sigh but two
0: sides of every coin here Uh, i get excited when i see dengar and i heard a little rumor i mean when we see him he's coming in pretty hot on balance yeah uh was that i'm uh, sorry grant i saw your lips move but i can't hear you at all
1: yeah i think you might be great you might be muted in fact i you are muted because i see a little muted sign still muted riveting podcast what you got against go. Sting? <laughs> uh so worth the wait <laughs>
0: yeah. um
1: boy Alright, I, I wanna what start... what you with... might say about Denga.
0: Denga. Boy, handing out naps. Oh good
1: God. <laughs> um I'm
0: handing out <laughs> dead naps. Oh,
1: <laughs> my I love shaker actually just knicker. uh it's empty. Uh,
0: I just watched the show anyway. with Simon Peggin yesterday. Simon, you gotta get on this. I don't know how we're gonna Bounty Hunters no, is
2: quite good. I think people should tune into all the Marvel comics because I think they all have something to say. And I as much as as much, you know. You know, talk as I do about Valance, where I'm just saying, you know, it's. I rather see another character highlighted, like Bosk or something, where it's like, give me the Bosk comic, where it's just giant B, you know, O S S K, where it's just like the like this yeah. incredible. Yeah. Co- <laughs> Please, like I rather have that series, honestly. Yeah. Like uh, I, I, but nonetheless i think balance has a lot to say but i think you get a lot of what balance i think there's a lot of overlap with vader i think you can get all that cyborg commentary with vader and you don't really need to extend that to another character
0: yeah um, I mean, balance is just a vehicle here to introduce you to all these other characters because they yeah. don't they don't want to put definitive arcs on any of those bounty these famous bounty hunters they just want to put little incidental things and yeah. So I mean, really, he is a sacrificial lamb, but uh, but you know, because it's like he's got to have an arc and it's going to do something with it, uh, and he'll probably like he might die. And actually, every episode, I'm hoping that he does, um, just because yeah. like we've seen him survive too many times. And I've I've never wished death on like any protagonist character. I think in Star Wars or in any other thing, but this one, I'm definitely like I I, I need you to I need you to be perish. And I think the guy that's going to do it is the indomitable (laughs) Dengar.
1: Oh, man, I'm going to have to like Dengar then.
0: Imagine. Yeah, that might. That might
2: was Dengar in the
1: Mandalorian. No, Simon Pegg. That's the only way is if you actually put Simon Simon Pegg. Yeah.
0: Um, So voice acted him in Battlefront (laughs) one.
1: Yeah, I think also in I think in the uh, Clone Wars cartoons, too, I think it is him. Oh, really? I think it is. I think I'm he's been all doing in. Dengar. For... I'm all in. Well, so I'll say something positive and then I'll move on to my usual shtick. But I, Ben, I I think like Dengar, I think that I almost said Dengar. I think the Bounty Hunter books does do have the best covers. They're really good. And that actually kind of connects to the other point I was going to say, which is like, these are fast reads. They're pulpy. They're meant to be pulpy. Like I like the action in it. I just find the main character, the least interesting thing. So like when Dengar's right. on the page, I'm just like, flip 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 oh here we have something else to look at that's fun and interesting like i almost wish they would just acknowledge that and make it and and like make him the forrest gump of star wars (laughs) right like he's
0: no uh valance but he or he is though he's in no he's in four comics now
1: no but but in that like he's not like he's accidentally interacting with these people right like Uh, not that he's skilled at killing like he's just a he's just making his way through the universe or right. through the galaxy and just kind of accidentally interacts and like go with the comedy route more than this, because I just don't, I just don't care. And I don't like the stakes don't feel real to me. Like I just, I so, can't explain Isn't it. Yoda, the, the forest guy. Gumpo star Wars in a lot of ways. I mean, Ooh. with the, like the one liners maybe, but like,
0: aren't you having maybe witnessed many guy.
1: like historical events and then actually do do after that. I mean, to be to be real is Jackson the rabbit, I think, is actually the <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. He's
2: he's probably you could probably get him anywhere in the canon, you know, just run yeah. him in there. Yeah. Why not? At that point when he shows up, it's like, all right, we're we're going there.
0: Yeah, I'd rather have like a sort of a pathetic like comic relief character at the Senate That's what like I'm sort saying. of cowering yeah. and getting captured. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. I don't know for some reason like that uh Someone like the uh, geneticist um, that we see in uh, Mandalorian.
1: Oh, Dr. Is it Pershing? No, what is it?
0: Pershing. Yes. I don't (laughs) Don't know where that was. Yeah. But like someone like that guy that's just constantly captured. Yeah. uh, Would be that would be kind of funny. And And, like like, cowardly
1: and just trying to survive. Yeah, I I agree. I just
0: funny and, and able to sort of slip out of many. Things. I
1: don't want this book to be canceled because similarly, like I never wish cancellation on a comic book. I think oh. that's horrible. It happens all the time, but yeah. I do wish a refocus of this comic. Like you can, yeah. you can shift.
0: I think we finally need the solemn end of Valance, and then like yeah, I, I mean I I love this comic book. It's just it's got this sort of mushy hole in the center where Valance lives.
1: I guess what's frustrating is they did a good job with Valance in the like the 1970s old Marvel run. Um, and I, you know, I've talked about it before, and I, I don't, I'm not going to run over to my comics and find it again, but they did this like re, like last year, they did this, uh, they, they did a like a final issue of the Star Wars old Marvel run that was Valance's story, and it told the end of his arc, and it was beautiful and thoughtful. And I'm like, yeah. that's great. Like, if you like Valance, you have dozens upon dozens of issues in old canon that you can read yeah. that they were able to do things that they can't do in new canon. Like just do that. Just read that. If you like your balance, because you get a, a more, f- more filling, ca- fulfilling character in that than you do in this, because they can't do a lot with him. What is he going to do? Like, what what can he do? He can't affect the galaxy's history at all.
0: Right. Right. He can just shoot his palm blasters and, Get rebuilt a hundred times,
1: yeah, and not kill any of these bounty hunters you're encountering. And <laughs> we know because you can't kill Dengar, you can't kill Forlomersakis, you can't kill Bulbasat. Like, so they just keep introducing these new, new bounty hunters. That are interesting that you're like, okay, Dude, it's whatever like, happened to like Dash Rendar.
2: Rendar? Why not bring back Dash Rendar at this point? I don't understand. I why not? You want to do like not, '80s not balance, action? I would... you're Dash Rendar. He's a, he's yeah. ridiculous. I love that character. He's like Cable for Star Wars.
0: I would love it if Dash just swapped right in for Valance. like Valance yeah. got like launched towards the sun somewhere, and then Dash Rendar came in to take the care
1: of is, the this. Clan. This comic is they're they're not they're willing to kill people off because it's supposed to be kind of like the the action packed danger thing. But there's so many known characters in this that every time a new character walks into the page, it feels like seeing a red shirt in the old Star in the old Star Trek show right, where I'm like, right. gee, I wonder which of these characters is gonna die.
0: Yeah. I was really rooting for Nar Kanji though. I was like, "This is going to be the one. He's going to do it." <laughs>
1: yeah, that he's go? like
0: fifteen with a top knot, and it's just like, "Come on, now. come on, Nar! We're all pulling for you, Nar." Nah, <laughs> uh, he got a good shot in, but they all do at first. Yeah. They always look good. Always looks good at
1: first until Valance remembers he has palm blasters.
0: Yeah, uh, beautiful comic though, and a great time. Shall we move on to Vader? Unless yeah. uh, you want to.
1: No, I've said my piece.
0: All right, um Grant, what's up with Vader?
1: Vader,
2: Darth Vader, uh, number nine into the fire, part four. The assassin returns, guys. This is the most metal co- comic I have. I mean, this it is, is one metal so metal. Vader series okay. yeah. I've read since you know the the Sewell Vader and then you know shadow vader and target vader and all invader down all the different vader scenarios that we've had over the years like this is more metal than it's ever been basically vader has got his lightsaber back we know how it was stolen from earlier in the series here he's got it back but um uh it's just such an eventful comic they're going places ochi of bastoon playing a huge role but uh here's a quick synopsis here's a quick summary uh uh, obviously vader bests ochi bastoon uh, th- uh and and a lot of droids also you know confronting visions of the emperor um and, and uses ochi to unlock the secrets of the wayfinder to help uh to help guide them both to exegol um um whereupon they cross paths with a cthulhu like <laughs> creature at the end
0: right it I looks thought, a lot yeah. like the super verminov uh that we saw in solo right yeah yeah it does I think- I think,
1: great, you're right. Just It's Space Cthulhu.
0: Yeah. And it's like guarding uh, that entrance of uh, like where we see in Rise of Skywalker just before they have to sort of do either micro jumps or actually fly a direct route through this maelstrom that surrounds Exegol. Uh, but yeah, I mean...
2: It it does look like the reddish, kind of like the murky uh, yeah. fog that... that um, kylo navigates through to get to exegol in the rise of skywalker yeah. sorry that does what, what, that, what that is what, that that is what the
1: is. yeah what color was it red, uh, uh, red. shocking Mist. um sorry um so jumping ahead to the end as you guys were talking about i'm going to jump ahead to the next issue which is not out yet but do we think he's actually going to set foot on exegol and i don't i'm asking this i don't have i'm not sure what do you think yeah that's the big question
2: honestly um I would hope so. I mean, like I do I, I was hoping for Vader to have a massive role in the sequel trilogy. I was re, I I was nudging Adam in the theaters several times <laughs> he during was. films and being like, uh, this at, is the point in which the, they put the script on you and it was all about Vader and Vader yeah. somehow being a part of this storyline as well. And uh, him dominating the box art and that character having this sort of three arc three act kind of yeah. mythic um storyline and it never happened but nonetheless uh pack is doing incredible work with this yeah. series and yeah. uh, and i think that i do think that vader may reach exegol and i do think that he may unlock some secrets but there's no way he can you know uh activate the throne or like i don't know when the cultists have arrived there i don't know what the timeline is i would imagine that the the sith cult would have started gathering by this time though right yeah. I would wouldn't, think so. Wouldn't yeah. Palpatine have already sent people here? Or, like, wouldn't
1: people already be, like, culminating here? It's <laughs> really unclear, but that's kind of what I was like thinking. Sir- I mean,
0: there's, like, two parts. The Acolyte, I
2: mean, that series will answer that, right? Won't, um...
1: Maybe.
0: Um, uh, maybe. I don't I don't know if it'll have anything that to do with it. Yeah, I
1: could. I just... I, I'm of two minds, because I feel like, A, it feels weird to me if, if Vader's there. B, though, if they actually do, like, a shot for shot panel by panel remake of him going down like yeah. the way that that Kylo did his grandson did I'm kind of in on that like I'm like that'd be kind of sweet but I don't know yeah I think you also I... get Vader oh go, go ahead Ben
0: oh so. sorry um my gut says no he's not gonna do it but he's definitely gonna kill the Cthulhu right because yeah oh yeah it's not there when Ben's there and I mean no one else is killing a Cthulhu Cthulhu except for Vader so yeah i mean i guess he'll get yeah i guess he's gotta end up landing on there but we do have a precedent um recently about exegol that's not rise of skywalker um and it was the tales from the dark um series they did Uh, i think dark legends or Dark legends i'm not getting the the name right but they they did two and they're essentially yeah oh uh, you're holding it now adam that's great dark legends um and so the last story in that book is about, um, Exegol and, uh, a way early prequel of Exegol. Um, mm. but it could actually, I don't know. I wonder if it's involved here, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be pretty cool to see it. I guess actually he should land there because like, I don't know, why else would Vader keep this wayfinder? Right. You know, right
2: I think he has to land there because art of Vader, you know, standing uh beneath that kind of like floating
0: yeah monolith. stone
2: ziggurat yeah. like monolith <laughs> like needs to happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone needs I need that poster at this point. and so right. please make that happen. Thank
0: you.
1: I think there's always a chance right. though of them yeah. having the emperor call him back, right being like, I know what you're doing. Don't yeah, do get it. out of there, yeah. yeah. Um, how awesome was it? I'm kind of like working my way backwards to this comic. Ochi of Bastoon just attached to an escape pod going through hyperspace might be one of my favorite things in comic
0: history. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wait, terrifying. All, we
1: get, we get,
2: we get, and we get Anakin, get, uh, we get Vader going back in the Jedi Starfighter.
0: Yeah,
1: that's, that's yeah. yeah.
2: In Don't Anakin, uh, like, yeah, Jedi
0: yeah, has, how long has that been there? How
2: long has that been there? Is yeah, that yeah, his yeah. old, that's like, question.
0: no, what I don't even know origin? whose fighter that is. It's just some random yeah, one. The yeah, I still there. Oh, wait, yeah, that's his fighter. Oh, well, why would it
1: be there? Because he didn't bring that. He brought Padme's.
0: He did bring that, right? That's how did? he got there. No, yeah, I
1: thought, oh, oh okay. you're right. We don't know how he got there, right? Like, oh, we yeah, never he, saw how he that's got his. there let's that's jump into it you're right you're right you're right you're right but we never saw him land right because all we see is him walk in but you're right he totally <laughs> took it that's awesome
2: <laughs> wait what but anyways he gives him that he 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 needs to navigate he uses the wayfinder to he uses ot ot to unlock the secrets of the wayfinder to navigate to because Ochi has, delivers this incredible line where he's like, oh, just because I'm, like, the Emperor's assassin, you think I know about his, like, dark arcana and, like, mysticism? And he's like, well, I I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, we'll, like, lead him to, like, Exegol. And it's, like, kind of awesome. Like I was like, this is kind of fun. And then uh, he gets uh, Vader. Obviously, Vader has his lightsaber back at this point. Gets his fighter um, and then forces Ochi to get into this kind of, like, pod that, like, he
0: calls. It's an cleans- escape pod, I think. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah.
2: And then they go uh, into hyperspace and uh, and then somehow that stays intact. I was like, no, I, w- yeah. I was horrified. I was like, where is yeah. this ride at Disneyland? Where is this it's, ride uh... it?
0: it's, <laughs> This would be insane. If
2: you were like in the bottom of a Starfighter and some invader ga- was like dragging you around
1: the galaxy,
2: that's terrifying.
1: That's it's good storytelling because I know she has to survive, right? Because of, <laughs> of episode yeah. nine. But I was very anxious when I was reading that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was that just, just the first, off? don't you? Of like... this <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's um, a mask.
2: It down.
0: Yeah, you know what? Actually, I know I had a thought that maybe the whole, like, if he's going on this journey, it's probably being, you know, orchestrated by Palpatine, right? Yeah. Like, he's not doing this and Palpatine doesn't know. So I think, I think Palpatine wants him to see, mm that Palpatine's going to live forever. It's like, you're always going to be my Padawan. Like, you're never going to defeat me. I'm like, I'm immortal, essentially. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, what if Vader He'll gets built
2: in... on Exegol? What if, on, what, if it, what if it's on Exegol that Vader gets rebuilt into, like, shiny, gleaming armor? And, like, it's be... part of their dark lore. It's part of... These are dark lords of the Sith, correct? Like, yeah. shouldn't they both be in on the darkest secrets of the Sith Empire? Maybe. So, i love
0: that idea actually yeah that's really cool because this uh, this episode does talk a lot about how he has sort of pathetic hardware the that's weird they have droid pirates that want like that want right. the most uh, uh high like tech high tech Just, up to date yeah right yeah yeah which is actually a really cool thing and they were yeah those, those droids it. were pretty great and then they get crushed it made so, it I mean you know they're all going to get crushed but well they said yeah.
2: something ominous to Vader too where they're like someone cared about you like were they're talking about the, uh, the emperor
1: yeah yeah it's it's interesting i mean this series seems to be doing two things or one thing which is weirdly bridging episode 6 to episode 9
0: yeah yeah
1: so if it's doing that here's my thought if he doesn't end up on exegol and he sees he sees the emperor's plan somehow puts it together that what the what what the way palpatine has figured out to live forever is to transfer his body into another jedi who strikes him down right because that's the whole plan in episode 9 so that means vader stopping luke's lightsaber in episode 6 oh becomes less about vader doing protecting his master
0: it's more like protecting and more
1: about practicing protecting his son and also explains his his turn a little bit. Right. Like this idea of like it's weird. right? I don't know if I like that, but there's something there and I wouldn't put it past um pack because he seems to be pulling in as much from episode nine into the, the yeah. space between episode five and six.
0: Yeah. And you also like it makes me think that like since he held on to the Wayfinder, Vader did like. Who is he holding it on to for? Holding on to it for it was probably yeah. Luke. You know, it was like just in case this is an insurance policy, um, for someone. And but Luke never found it. He was looking for it, but never found it. Right.
2: Wow, it, that's an incredible story, Ben. If if in some way they relay this information that Vader sort of like laid the breadcrumbs for Luke to find, or let not to find ago, but at least to like lead Ray down the path to find ago. that would be yeah.
0: incredible yeah yeah they word could them. do a lot to really be a great start, through awesome. yeah word them up um all right why don't we go on to star wars speaking of luke um uh, yeah. this was a wild episode um let me actually talk amongst yourselves i just need to pull up my notes here
2: i'm it's- digging luke with the yellow lightsaber me oh, too yeah yeah I, where, where's that figure where's that black series because I'll, I'll have that section.
1: well i mean i think we talked about it. the reason why it happened in the comic is because that was Wait, the where are all the
2: high Republic figures i thought oh, they're the they're
1: coming. Were coming but okay. but great you know that the that this was because i have
2: a collection to grow
1: yeah, yeah. kenner released a luke skywalker with a yellow lightsaber in the 70s but oh
0: right that's five and right. six
1: so that's why it happened in this topic but great you know, this this is there's yeah. this balance
2: like, comic comics you know there's a yellow loop luke, like luke, luke Skywalker with a yellow lightsaber comic. i mean
1: that's the thing the black series is a Pull
2: after nostalgia yeah.
1: yeah i bet i bet it'll be the next at the next um um celebration that'll be the celebration exclusive i really like black the series. look of it it's really cool uh,
0: yeah well there's like outfit too arms. he's in like fatigues like with a jacket he it's cool. This cover is awesome. I wonder if the yellow. I wonder. I can't wait to learn the full arc of this lightsaber because, like, maybe this crystal goes somewhere and Ray finds it. What's the deal this?
2: with yellow crystals? Isn't that like they in 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 Knights of the Old Republic? Wasn't that the Sentinel or something? Yeah, like and and well, that's also, where he
0: got this one, right? It was in yeah, paper like, of uh, knowledge. Yeah, it was in like a Jedi I mean, uh, yeah. temple.
1: I mean, it, the the arc of this is 100% going to be I mean who in the high republic has a yellow lightsaber? A bunch. So whoever whichever one becomes the most the biggest character in that series that's it's that that's that character's lightsaber that Luke got.
0: It's an awesome design. I want them yeah. to sell this at uh if they, I I would be is hard pressed. Is it Loading not...
1: great storms lightsaber? Does he have a yellow lightsaber?
0: I think he I think it's green. Actually uh
1: I know I moved my I took down my uh my so background. I forget as you well. You just
0: sent the thing over too with a uh, there's another great infographic. We should repost that on our um uh yeah, that one on with the list. like naming yeah. all the people. Or we should at least put it up on our Discord. Yeah. A little aside here for listeners, we're now actively using Discord like exclusively for our Star Wars conversations, which we've just been like talking on our normal like message app or whatever, but um, we haven't grant put together an amazing discord uh, server and organized it, and Adam, you probably worked on it too, but it organizes yeah. all of our subcategories, which are amazing. um it organizes our pillar segment, which I'm like super proud of um in a really great way um with a lot of all the information we've covered so far and it's it's uh, pretty great. so you can look there and um you know talk to us and talk about what we'll be doing next week and uh, all that yeah. so so discord server.
1: Grant, you're 100 correct. Loading Great Storm does have a yellow lightsaber. There it is. So I'm guessing that Luke is is using uh, loading Great Storm Great Storm's <laughs> lightsaber. I had to guess,
2: that's a fantastic guess. I mean, the first novel is always an indicator that there's some character that's of great importance yeah. to all three novels. And right. I would say that's the end of reading spoilers. Now spoilers, everyone the end of at the end of reading light of the jedi i would say Loden great storm great storm may be a major character yeah uh, for the high republic series
0: i would say so yeah he's gonna go through a gauntlet man i think Loden may turn
2: yeah i mean Uh, yeah
0: yeah um which would be quite quite a fall um because he is amazing but um yeah, anyway, so on to uh, this is Star Wars number 10, Operation Starlight, The Rebel Code, uh, part two. Um, so, in this one, this is Charles Sewell, um, who wrote it. Uh, Jan uh, Basil Dua is the artist. Rachel Rosenberg, the colorist. Uh, VC's Clayton Cowell is the letterer. Um, yeah, and Carlo uh, Lion. And Jason Paz and Rain uh, Barreto did the covers. Uh, so, yeah, pretty amazing. Um, this one, C-3PO and R2-D2 repair an ancient protocol droid called a Taki um, in the hopes that it will share the forgotten language of Trawak um, for use as the new Rebellion code. With the help of Lobot's new telekinetic abilities, question mark, The Taki strikes a deal to help the rebellion and itself at the same time.
2: The Taki Uh, is an ancient droid too, right? It's like from the Higher Public era. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. That's super cool. I love that. I love that. Give that. Give that to me in a Star Wars movie. Like instead of C three PO and R two D two, like give me an old droid that the characters come into contact with, and that leads them further down the rabbit hole. Like I love that sort of stuff.
0: I love that the old droids that we're seeing in the High Republic are not um any less sophisticated AI. Right. Like they this one's actually more sophisticated in a lot of ways. It's like striking deals. It's a driving a hard bargain, which is like not something in fact, like the AI may be better in the High Republic than it is in the you know, rebellion Empire.
2: I mean, that's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. It seems like the sort of Renaissance, this this golden age, right?
1: Well, I had a yes. similar thought when I was reading it, and made me wonder of like, how do we get from this droid that is completely self focused and self obsessed, right? Like all of his decisions are about what would be yeah. best for himself as a droid, to a lot of the droids we get in in the current or in the or in the yeah current era, or yeah Skywalker era, era or our the ones that do that seem to be malfunctioning, right? Seem to be considered quirky. The rest of the yeah. droids are mere servants, which makes me wonder if I don't know, was there a droid rebellion at some point? And the way they took care of that was to downgrade the AI? Like, did they put certain laws into effect? And now I'm like, I want that story of how we got from this self-obsessed droid to these more subservient droids.
0: Yeah, I want I think that's it, Adam. I think you hit it on the head. Um and that'll be, a, that'll be a fantastic story. Because, yeah, they are, I mean, and I mean, they're making a, a really big point in this um, issue to have, like, C-3PO just trash-talking this ancient droid the whole time, and then uh, the talkie just puts C-3PO in his place. Yeah. Um, anything else uh, stand out about this issue to, to you guys? I've got a couple things. Yeah, I mean, do
1: you want to talk Lobot? Because there's a lot of Lobot in this.
0: <sighs> yeah, so...
1: It was a heartbreaking moment.
0: I adore Lobot, um, mostly because he's one of the few post hair characters in (laughs) Star Wars. Um, So for those of us post hair individuals, um, Lobot's my guy. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's probably one of the most heartbreaking scenes I've read in a comic. Um, Yeah. yeah. If you haven't read the six-issue arc of uh, Lando Calrissian, um, Lobot's awesome in that. It's fantastic and gives his the backstory and they touch on it in this issue what happened in that arc yeah um but uh it's yeah also heartbreaking but yeah they brought that story back with a vengeance um anyways i don't know
2: the lando series is announced on disney plus i wouldn't be surprised if we get a Lobot as a supporting character in that series and if written you know written well it could it this character could go on to win awards. Like Lobot is such a fantastic character, yeah. In terms of, yeah. Sci-fi genre, uh, a humanoid, kind of aesthetic. You know, like computerized humanoid character. It, it, it's it's fascinating. I yeah,
0: love. Yeah. The character. So they allude to I'd the fact to that,
2: deep exploration of that character.
0: Absolutely, they they allude to the fact that they may bring Lobot's consciousness back. Like yeah. the abilities right there. If they don't, it will be even more heartbreaking right but if if they do it would be really cool we don't you know they easily could it wouldn't you know break canon at all but i mean probably the what do you think the first thing lobot would do if he was conscious again like what do you think his trajectory would be
1: oh man i don't know right because i like trying to think we only get a little bit of him being conscious right that in that comic which to be he's frank he's tired I of
0: lando's shenanigans yeah
1: but i feel like I feel like he's tired of his shenanigans but at the same time he will have known that lando stuck by him for how long as as, right. as, a, as a mindless automaton Jack- yeah like yeah. I, I feel like i don't know hug lando <laughs> or like like i feel like he'd be more attached to lando in a weird way after this
0: that's a really good point i was gonna say try and like rip that thing off his head and like go, oh yeah yeah you know and like but just like go off, somewhere go on vacation, like live. Yeah, go on vacation. Let's like, yeah, you know, but I think he would be appreciative for Lando. And you know, if Lando knows that um, the talkie has that capability to fix uh, Lobot, then um, he would, you know, bed, borrow, yeah. steal, kill whatever he has to do to, to yeah. happen.
1: I mean, just thinking about Lando in solo and his connection with L3, like it's really interesting because it actually deepens. Yeah, your understanding of his relationship with Lobot, that as Lobot becomes just a machine, that does not affect Lando's connection with him at all, right? Like, Lando does not see differences, it seems like, between, you know, droid and human, or humanoid. And so it'd be really it's really interesting. Like, I just think it's a really neat storytelling that's just under the surface of, like, just by doing, putting L3 in Solo, like, you understand why Lando had, you would understand why he's attached to, this non-speaking right machine yeah, yeah.
0: right heart of gold um, yeah speaking of gold this i i've haven't read a tiny fr- you know even a fraction of what um you two have read as far as comic books go i've just picked it up really since we started this podcast um but the, it has my favorite line from any comic that i've written or i've read so far um, it's Lando talking about how they're sort of stuck with C-3PO being the only droid they have to fix other droids, the only creature they have, like, capable of doing that. And he says, that goofy golden gizmo is all the galaxy's got.
1: Yeah, that's some alliteration. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. And also 100% what Lando would say. Totally. Like, yeah, that's a complete Lando line. Yeah,
0: like, I can't help myself. Yeah. I just have a, a gift for, for words. Yeah.
1: And we get a nice little moment about halfway through where Lando is uh, on the comm with Bib Fortuna, right? And Uh, it's nice. It's like it's it's. I I think what this comic needs to do, since they basically swapped out Han for Lando, which is something I think we talked about. They'd probably do is we need Lando's redemption arc a little bit, right? Like, how do we get from Lando being nearly choked to death by Chewbacca at the end of episode five to being part of the gang and undercover in episode six. Right. And I think this book's right. doing a good job of not just saying like, Oh, he, he completely just became a good guy. Right. Like I think this book's telling his arc of still struggling with looking out for himself, trying to save Han, trying to become part of a bigger cause.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, man.
1: Uh, the comics are
2: really are really good. Like I hope yeah. everyone's reading the comics. Who who is you know you know we, we're not getting a lot of live action Star Wars after the Mandalorian has ended. So it's like I I would pick up where the comics are because it's uh well they're a lot going on.
1: they're finding a way of telling deep stories, but it also still makes sense based on the movies, without going too far to mess up with the canon. Right. So it's it's really right. quite the quite the the needle they need to thread
0: yeah and um it's worth it just for the art i mean it's just like a such a fantastic medium because um it not only does it tell those great stories but to see these characters come to life in such dynamic ways um it's a blast yeah um and yeah you know if um you're trying to save a couple bucks you can always do marvel unlimited and read these you know six months yeah. um after the fact, and sort of get four for the price of one, four for the price of three, I guess. Yeah. But, and there's uh,
1: such a back catalog that if you haven't read any of them, that's definitely the way to go because it's going to take yeah. you a while to read them all, and they're all worth reading. All the miniseries, just anything that's that's the new canon Star Wars is from Marvel is excellent.
2: you're more than welcome to support your local too, and just have them yeah. drop it off, or you can do pickup, or yeah, know, whatever whatever options you have where it's absolutely, done. yeah,
0: yeah, where it all possible. I still. Have yet to find a comic book shop that's near to me, but I'm gonna give it a give it a try. Probably be post. Um...
1: Yeah, you're in a weird spot. I mean, not in a weird spot, but I'm trying to think up there. They usually are pretty good. There must be somewhere near you, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I'll find it. I've got a yeah. uh, I got time on my hands.
1: Yeah, don't we all,
0: uh, Adam? You want to do? Uh, want to move on to Afra?
1: Sure. Uh, last but not least, Doctor Afra number seven. Uh, the Engine Job Part Two The Offer by Wong, Young, uh, Olzaba, Rosenberg, Karamanga, uh, and Swabi. All right, here's Swabi. Here's my uh, short summary. Uh, Afra's new job brings her to Corelia and Lady Proxima, the leader of the White Worms. It also bring, brings her into the orbit of Santa Staros as the two are forced to team up while being pursued by the Unbroken Clan. Plus, a lot of other things happen.
0: Yeah. I'm just, like, flipping through this. You want to hear
1: mine? You want to hear
2: mine, Adam?
0: Yeah. Oh, you did one? Nice.
2: <laughs> Dr. Aphra bribes Sanastaros to get her a meeting with Lady Proxima and learn information about a smuggler whose data pad they need to locate an ancient artifact. Meanwhile, Lucky brokers a deal with Delphis to repay his <laughs> brother's debts.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. I it's so hard the one try... delphus yeah.
2: character unforgettable yeah. A, yeah basically a tarantula basically yep. a tarantula in
1: space is terrifying admiral trench is that his name from the from uh the clone wars yep oh, that's right we did get the tarantula character yeah who also... gets blown up and gets cyborg parts halfway through this the series
0: the uh one of those creatures makes uh, an appearance in alphabet squadron too and the first one um oh right 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 yeah it's that pilot's like maintenance leader or whatever yeah um yeah great character
1: yeah 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 good character uh did a man you the great man. name
0: yeah yeah <laughs> you never knew you wanted it but now yeah.
1: star wars
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i mean we see uh lady proxima that's yeah. uh, pretty cool. Oh, she's uh, yeah. still there, still ruling the White Worms. Uh, how many years later? <laughs> 15
0: years later, probably about, right? She hasn't aged a day. No, she <laughs> looks great. I, I just, just I don't know. Vicious, I don't know. Yeah, like, she's worth the price of admission right there. I, I was like, yes, Proxima. I was so stoked to see her again.
1: I'm just a sucker when they start rapping in like like new era star wars with classic era star wars like i just i love the fact that corelia that's what corelia is and she's still down there doing stuff and that like you know it's going to be in the comic that han has to go back like han's not done with lady proxima right like there's got to be that Mm. story it's also it's also weird to think that uh you know we still have so much i mean maybe they'll start talking about lando but there's so many threads hanging like kira like where the hell is Kira? Like, we yeah. have not gotten a single. I told you guys, Kira is like,
2: is now a sword master for the Crimson Dawn, where she's yeah. like running around the galaxy as this kind of like assassin for the syndicate, and she's she's probably has tattoos like Mall. She's I mean, no more hair. Like the character development is probably going to be so intense, and then Han Solo has to just—that's the, basically the villain of the second film because it's the it's the most difficult obstacle, right? If people love you know the last Jedi approach that, that I would say that's the most difficult obstacle for Han at that time. If they want to continue, but they're kind of losing that window because Alden Ehrenreich is growing out of that role. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if they're going to do another one. Honestly, I worried.
1: I think yeah. it's Disney plus. I think they're going to move in that direction, but you uh, would
2: need those actors again because they did such a good job.
0: Yeah. Maybe, the, maybe in the Lando series.
2: That you'd want that you'd want them to continue
1: with that material because they're so good. Yeah. like I'm, those actors are so
2: talented.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd be surprised if you get through a Lando series starring Don Glover and you don't get a, a young Han pop up somewhere.
0: Right. Uh Kira would be a, a tall ask, but I mean it would be amazing. Kira
1: would be
2: a great show, honestly. If you yeah. were to do it yeah show agreed. Why yeah. just do the Kira show. And it's it just, would be
0: like breaking Kira, bad, Kira's but like, like with Kira. It would be yeah. Yeah.
2: That's come a- on. Tell me there's not an audience for that. There's a yeah. massive audience for that. Right. Let's She's go. like, all right, I'll just Let's get these face go. tattoos,
0: but I'm not going to shave my head. OK, I'm just going to shave my head, but like I won't be a Super yeah. Swords master becomes a Super sword. Oh, wait,
2: master. I might. I might try it. Yeah.
0: Hey, bit. I'm just trying to protect <laughs> my people. Oops, I committed genocide.
2: Oops. Yeah. <laughs> um, Whirling around. <was> what- <laughs> with you know, like
1: 360, like slash.
0: Yeah, oh, right. so, she knows that. Um, she knows that uh fighting style, right?
1: Yeah, Terracos.
0: Terracos. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so it's a short Ter- jump. I that that was like the moment I almost cheered when they mentioned that in Solo. As yeah. like the one nerd in the in the
0: <laughs> in, right. in the theater It's like, woo! Oh, that was. Such I never a thought routine.
2: that would be so crucial to the plot in a right? movie called Solo. I really never thought that would yep. be. It was. That's a, like. Yeah.
1: It's like a great five minutes. You like you get that, you get the droid <laughs> Revolt with the mini gonk There's a lot. Like when they're on Kessel, like that's a great. That movie's a good movie. People who
2: people are you know, sleeping like, on it, or just wrote it off, and yeah, are sleeping on it. That's it, I feel it's, that's it's that's fairly movie. high up on my Star yeah. Wars list. It it it's, it's, it's scratches. Exactly. the
0: Skyfall of of Star Wars. Dude,
1: Woody Harrelson <laughs> in like Star Wars. Like what yeah, more yeah. could you ask? Are you serious? I, it it scratches crushing My star wars itch in a way that a lot of the new ones don't and i don't mean that in a bad way about the new ones because i like what they're doing with the new ones but like that's the one that in some ways feels the most star Wars to me it feels a little self-reflexive
2: like they know they're in star wars where it's like oh it's, in yeah. the saga films like the character they were so deep into characters yet the dialogue may have been meta but like they were so deep into their characters whereas solo was like yeah, we're in our characters, but it's also like we know we're in a stuff.
1: Yeah, we're all just having fun on, here. Oh. It's swashbuckling. Hey, this it's is like
2: a... <laughs> light romance. Yeah, it's, great. it's yeah. a good
0: time. Yeah,
2: it was like Guardians a little bit. I like that when it leans like, yeah. towards that sort of like you know frivolity and that that kind of like, I
1: don't know, lightness. So,
0: but yeah, I uh, it's a treasure. That movie's gonna age well. People are so. like, yeah, it's fun. "Yeah,
1: it's gonna have its renaissance." Um, all right, Doctor afro number seven. I think oh, we're right. like so there's um oh, wait Sonastaros, guys. We Son have a right.
2: one of my favorite characters returning, Sonastaros. Yeah. Afra bribing her with donuts. right? Yeah. I think you mean I space donuts, but yeah. Space donuts, which I now space want. Space Cronuts. When I when I yeah. read that scene, I was like, I really want a donut. I know. <laughs> I was like, ah. like I read that scene I was like, uh I, I I hope it's a donut around.
1: Yeah. My house. no I literally was reading this and it was my birthday last week and uh my wife made me cupcakes and i literally was reading this and I walked up I got up and got a cupcake after <laughs> that thing. Like, this
2: week, Yeah, right You're like <laughs> triggered yeah. that yeah it totally that did good work alyssa Wong she is uh yeah that, that was strange I yeah, yeah it was like a spell I was like I need I now need a donut
1: yeah like, um fortunately or unfortunately you decide i'm leaning on the ladder uh we're getting a little uh, crossover here with uh bounty hunters because we have the unbroken clan which is oh, right, yeah and i'm pretty sure of uh, v- uh vukora uh who is like the the one of the heavies for the unbroken clan who kills the sulston um is uh i thought we saw her in bounty hunters last
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely did.
1: Yeah, and I really... Okay, I'm going to get negative for a second. I really, really don't like her costume, and I don't know why. Wait,
2: doesn't she die? Don't they all die in this one
1: or something? No, not yet. There's a
2: massive explosion. Yeah,
1: she gets knocked out, and then she rolls over and starts blasting at them, and they run away. Um, Yeah, I mean, people fall off. Something about her costume reminds me of something else, and I can't think of who it reminds me of. But I'm like weirdly leaning. Zegar? No, outside of Star Wars, uh, uh,
0: it's um, it's the the Dread Pirate Roberts.
1: Uh, okay, I was gonna go with like Mushmouth uh, from the from uh, uh,
0: Fat <laughs> Albert.
1: Fat Albert. <laughs> by, by the way, not trying to trigger people. Didn't want to mention bill cosby but um like it's something about like the hat <laughs> being pulled down like it's a weird thing but you're right it's like to dread pirate yeah, robert just... she has
0: like a dengar cap but then a batman mask Wait, and it's, then, it's like,
2: batman. It's... when i saw it, when i read this i was like this is a batman almost character, like early batman when batman's just trying to figure out his look He's like (laughs) like
1: like a daredevil, right? Like early dare daredevil. daredevil.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing. Like some ears or something. Spikes sticking out of the the head wrap.
1: Notice what we're mentioning. We're mentioning a bunch of comic and cartoon characters. Right. To me, that's what the issue is. It reads super comic booky and not like something I would see in Star Wars. I do not like that. I'm sorry. And again, not trying to be super negative, but I'm not a fan of of that. Whatever they're doing with that character's design,
0: you're really you know what? I didn't even notice it. I was like, okay, there she is. I just was like, oh, there's right. that, there's that uh chick from you know, Bounty Hunters.
1: Well, I'm glad because the first time well, I started Bounty Hunters, she, I, is, she, I was she, like, I don't like what this. <laughs> What's that, Grant?
2: She is of the of that um, uh, forget the species name, but the Miral Miralawu or something. What's that species that's uh prophetic, but they like they. They're blind, but they see into the future, and they wear the veil over their eyes. Could she be of that?
0: Oh, uh, you've got me stumped on the name of that, but um, yeah, I know. you know yeah. What I'm i don't know, about. but she's got eye holes. She, I mean, she has Batman's mask. Okay, she has like holes. a okay, has mask.
2: mask. Okay, because I'm yeah, at it is scene.
0: Batman's Yeah, mask. she does a...
2: have a mask. Oh, she does have eyes. Okay, okay, Never mind. yeah, she has. Oh yeah, it is. So it is a Batman design. I mean, if you don't like that in Star Wars, I get that. No, I can it's... actually, I actually get that, Adam. Honestly, like I, I, I. Think but she has the saying.
0: the sweet gun belt, and then the I actually like the black, the brown cape with the green like weird, the green like do rag is like wild.
2: I don't like
1: it at all.
0: I, I can like see image, how you image, would have.
2: Image comics character just like snuck in. Well,
1: stuff. no. If I saw this in a Marvel Comics, like Marvel Universe Comics or DC, i like, that's a sweet outfit. I'm all, I'm all on that. And I see it in Star Wars. I'm like, right. is there a wormhole? Did you fall out of yeah, You're like, I
2: need some flight goggles. Like, I like what afros are wearing. Like, that's yeah. nice more.
0: This is the yeah it's problems you. that you have when you know too much about comics, I think. Yeah, it's true. Not too much. It's... But let's say a lot. You have a capital of knowledge. Well, you
2: read all the other stuff. I think Adam and I are reading several other series outside of Star Wars. Right. So, yeah. Like we get that there. That's where we get
1: that. That's it's really just the mask part. And it's it's not bat. It's not the Batman thing that's bothering me. But we're spending way too much time on this dissecting my weird quirk about this character.
0: <laughs> it's but the re- do rag, I bet.
1: It's I think it's the combination of that and the mask and the fact that the mask is not okay, this is gonna get real specific for a second, and then I swear we can move on. So Batman's mask is tight around his face all the way. Her her mask is tight around the front of her face, and then it like fans out, and you can see underneath it. It's weird. It just looks it's almost (laughs) Solaston
0: like. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it really is. Yeah. All right. Wait.
0: What? Like the it's like her mask looks like
1: Solaston face. But like, yeah, it, does. it doesn't it's fit totally her does. great. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we can move <laughs> on. It's fine. It's... I, yeah, this I've is said like what we've done, just stop nitpick. now? Probably. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where are we at now? What comic are we
0: on now?
1: That was it. That's it. That was it.
0: That's the last comic right there. That I don't was, want to
1: end on sorry. that note, because also, by the way, Dr. Aphra, just to reiterate, my favorite series currently ongoing. Well, I like it a lot. Darth Vader might have slipped into the number one spot for me, but... Dude, it,
2: Darth Vader's next issue, he may be on exit goal. This is very exciting.
1: But Afra is, is really high. I've always loved it. And like that, to me, to me, I'm blaming bounty hunters, not Afra. Because <laughs> that comes from bounty hunters.
0: Bounty hunters next issue, they may kill balance finally. Dengar might have his hero moment.
1: No. <laughs> I wish. I hope. But no,
0: I'm just it, saying it might happen.
1: It, sure, it could happen. It's true. I mean, and we could
0: get a conscious low on the next issue. It's too. very
1: true. These are all things that are not, you know, have nothing to do or have never, never, never been discussed in canon. So it yeah. is a distinct possibility. I'd be yes. happy about both
0: those things. I really got to see balance die. Someone's got to kill him. That would be cool. It'd be yeah.
2: cool. Yeah. Vader. I mean, it's a, the cataclysmic fight has to be Vader versus balance. Vader has to stop Valance out of existence. So we don't need to print Valance comics anymore. We can just cease. the. Right.
0: Valance. But they need they an end to that Valance, character's right. arc. The poor guy, he's Sisyphus, man. He's like, he's got it worse than than Maul. It's just like he keeps getting broken and smashed. Right. And put back together again. And then heartbroken and smashed. He's
1: like Sisyphus. If every time that Sisyphus pushed the rock up and it fell down, he just went, you know, what? I'm going to try it again. <laughs> like he's not cursed to do it well, that, that, just that dis- is
0: what sisyphus does sisyphus. that is
1: what he does. that's exactly he what he decides he's not cursed to do it
0: well i, I see what I'm you not. mean like he's doing when it it's like i'm gonna
2: keep pushing it up yeah. even if i all right i need um, well, to read my greek myth
0: <laughs> yeah um uh, yes yeah. anyways uh, we digress uh afro also was awesome in the afro comic um yeah. as usual she was her usual plucky self, and well, Sona
2: Staros—that's the character actually I want to see to get a Disney Plus show. I was surprised yeah. that wasn't honestly. Is was Staros, or you know, that would be a fun show. Honestly, that would be, yeah, that would be incredible TV show.
0: Well, we learned about her great, 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 great grandmother uh, last week in Test of Courage, Ivan right. Staros. Um, so yeah, was, I'm coming back something. around.
1: I'm coming back around, Sisyphus. I'm sorry, I'm not letting this go. Okay. Sisyphus, he was punished for his self-aggrandizing craftness and deceitfulness by being forced to roll an immense boulder up a hill. Right. He was forced to do it. No one's forcing Valens to do the crap he's doing. He just does it and keeps thinking to do it again, and that's what drives me. <laughs> Sorry, like...
0: noted. Yes, that's that is a very noted. good differentiation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, like Sisyphus, if he decides every time it rolls down, saying, "You know, one's making me do this, but I'm going to do it again because this time it's going to work."
0: Right. Yeah. Man, well, uh, <laughs> like hey, I
2: mean, it's like,
0: yeah, malls definitely
2: like characters that are just this unending fury that is, is racing to a red light. It's it's awful,
0: right? Tough. love his story, though.
1: Yeah, sorry, guys. I feel I like I completely I love that. Derailed
0: yeah, last 10 I think we're dissolving awesome. into like very getting very uh, uh philosophical here so why don't we uh call that one an episode no, listen uh, to
2: our first 10 episodes for all our philosophical kind of diatribes
0: <laughs> yeah no there'll be more don't worry i love right. getting philosophical but uh yeah i think we've i think we've we've done mall and we've done uh balance many many times over at this point so um yeah why what, what don't we call that one um thanks everyone for listening to us really appreciate it next week we have no idea what we'll do We'll figure it out and uh, tell you on uh, Discord. Um, and uh, it'll be awesome. But um, yeah, go out and get uh, Claudia Gray's new book on the 2nd. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. May the Force be with you. This is
2: Grex Condax signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always.